Hi, I'm Ryder Cohen, and this is the AMS Show. Today, our guests are Aspen Middle School teacher Caroline Hansen and first Lego League competitors Tilly Swanson and Jeremy Martin. Welcome, Caroline, Tilly, and Jeremy. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. No problem. Caroline, what is your position at AMS? I teach robotics and coordinate our enrichment program in grades 5 through 8. That's great. How long have you and Aspen School District students participated in the first Lego League competitions? This is our 10th year, so it's our, That's a our lot. decade anniversary, absolutely. And these so. guys have been in almost from the very beginning. We're, this is our 10th year as a team. I think our ninth year competing, but we've had a for FTC team for 10 years now. My brothers would have been in like fifth grade at that point. What types of skills do kids need to design a project? Well, what's great about First Lego League is you don't have to come in with any skills other than uh, a love of Lego, uh, a desire to learn, and an interest in the overall focus of the competition, which is teamwork and learning about solving problems that confront us in our daily lives. So it helps kids with that teamwork. Absolutely. That they can come in. All they have to do is want to come in and learn, and they can join a team and be part of the program. Jeremy and Tilly, can you tell us about your history in first Lego League competitions? Sure. So Tilly and I both actually uh, joined the FLL robotics program in fourth grade. I think it was the inaugural year. Yeah, Snowbots. Yeah, the Snowbots. <laughs> the fourth grade Snowbots. I think there were 15 kids on the team yeah, and we were, were disqualified. 16, because we, were, we were disqualified <laughs> because of how many of us there were. Um, but we've both been in the program ever since then. Fourth all the way through 11th grade where we are now. Yeah, we were... Our team was great. I think we won an award in fourth grade, and I knew I used to sit there with my clipboard, and I would try and tell all the boys what to do, <laughs> and we've been doing it ever since. Tilly still does that thing with the clipboard. <laughs> <laughs> clipboard. Now I just tell you what to do. Exactly. <laughs> I understand this is a tur the tournament is on November 16th. Is the public welcome to watch? They absolutely are. So it's Saturday in the morning, all of the teams, there are 23 teams, uh, 14 are from Aspen Middle School, but the other nine are from around the state. So we have a team from Salida, from Denver, four from Craig, Glenwood Springs, and um, Basalt. So the farthest is about Denver. Yeah, but they're coming a long way. Mm -hmm. And so they will be in interviews all morning. So there isn't as much to see other than a lot of very excited teams walking around with lots of props. Um and then at 12.30, we're going to have our kickoff down in the Aspen Middle School gym. The middle school, some members of the band will play Star Spangled Banner to yep. start us off. We have a greeting from Disney and Star Wars because they're underwriters this year. It's a video, not the real people, sorry. Right. <laughs> Got you excited well, no, there. I, was, yeah, I, see, I can see what you mean. <laughs> and then Maybe the next. robot game um, is two and a half minute rounds. And those will go from about 12.45 to maybe 3.30 or so. Hopefully. And Jeremy is our MC, so that'll be fun. I will be. I will be speaking into a microphone and making lots of terrible, terrible jokes. So. <laughs> a lot of puns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hopefully I can come see that. Caroline, what are the steps to hosting an FLO tournament, league tournament? Uh, the most important part is, you know, obviously getting the teams prepared and getting them ready. But to host the tournament, it required the help of the school district and the school and a lot of community members who come in to volunteer, parents who come in to volunteer, teachers who come in and work as judges. So we're really lucky this year. We have people from the city of Aspen. We have um, a number of teachers. They're, if you were to come on Saturday, you would recognize a lot of the adults. Yeah. So it's really about people. And at the end of the day, 
Um, people are tired, but they're really grateful that they came for the day. It's fun. It's really fun. Yeah. And we're trying our hand at organizing this year. The FTC teams are going to hold a scrimmage at the high school for all the other Western Slope FTC teams, and it's been hard to organize already, so it's really a effort for Caroline, and it's really impressive that she does all this. And these guys, the high school teams, there are three now, they are going to be the technical staff downstairs. So mm -hmm. they do the scorekeeping, they do the referees, they oversee the practice tables. So down in the gym, kind of all of the volunteer support is coming from, for the most part, former FLL students who have aged up and gone into high school. And then I'm going to do, and then there's also the core values component, right. which our team is in charge of this year. So they help with judging all components. So honestly, without their support and all the other volunteers, I, the tournament couldn't happen. But it's also <laughs> a lot of Caroline. So you, yeah. guys have to face, <laughs> so you guys have to face a lot of challenges, I'm guessing. It can be tiring. I mean, we'll yeah. be there late at night, but it's all really fun, and the kids love it, and it's so worth it to see, like, the fifth graders get their robot running and just, I mean, I'm sure Caroline can attest to this. It's all, it's so fun. It is, and it's exciting. It's loud, really loud. Yeah. very loud. Uh, but <laughs> we enjoy it. We what, enjoy it. What would be this year's challenge? The topic is City Shaper. So they, the FTC, the first tech challenge, which is the high school team, mm -hmm. has a slight variation on that topic. So the elementary school, they are also having their expo at the elementary school in the morning so people can wander over and see the elementary kids. And theirs is called Boomtown Build, and it's about designing cities for the future. City Shaper is for the middle school, and yours is Skystone, Yeah, ours right? is Skystone, building skyscrapers. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, the middle school kids, their projects are all about making cities of the future better places to live for everybody. And then theirs is really more about the engineering of a city. Their challenge is a little bit more technical. Okay. So I could see that they, like, all have the kind of same general idea. They do. Underpinning all the levels is the core values, which mm -hmm. is how you go about approaching a problem. So it has to do with learning, with including others, working on a team, having a great time, uh, innovating and coming up with new ideas. And probably the most challenging piece for everybody is teamwork because we're all human and we get frustrated and we get stressed out when there's a deadline or things aren't done. So what's great about First Lego League is you just show up with what you got. You show up at FTC with what you got. You do your best. Uh, and you make a great day out of it. Um, how many other schools will compete in the AMS tournament? There will be nine other ones in addition to us, so a total of 23 teams. And then five teams will go on to the state competition in Denver in December. I understand that your teams have done extremely well in competitions. Uh, yeah, part of being a veteran team, the Eddies went to Worlds last year. So advancing even beyond the state level, we were competing with teams all over the world in Houston. And now we didn't do amazing at the competition, but we learned so much from watching the other teams. And it really was an incredible opportunity. And Jeremy, you were there. It was, it was I fun. wasn't, actually. Oh, right. I, was, I, I couldn't make it. There. My brother. We're basically the same person. <laughs> and but. your team... When they were an FLL team, they were finalists in the Global oh, yes. Innovation Award. So they made it to the world champions, essentially, for the project in, portion of yes, First Lego grade League. Yes, when, so I guess we, I've been twice. Yes. And so that was in seventh grade. That was really fun. We went for our project, which at the time was a big blue box that would recycle cables. And last year we made it for 
pretty much just being an old and happy teen. <laughs> veteran, 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 not veteran. old, not old. No. How are high school robotics competitions different than middle school robotics competitions? Well, middle school sort of deals a lot with uh, a core value section and a project section. So the middle schoolers will come up with a project that they will then sort of f figure out the logistics. Oh, how will this project work? And then they also have sort of a teamwork building game in which the judges can see how they work together. And in high school, it's more focused on the engineering, so you don't have that project aspect. However, it's important for high school teams to also get a lot of outreach. It's important to sort of talk with schools and connect with the community and just sort of teach people about the joy of robotics and just the joy of STEM in general. And one of our bigger outreach efforts this year, which is a huge part of the high school robotics, is we have made a children's book, and I've got some pictures for it here. And with our children's book, we're going to go read it to preschoolers across the valley so that we can spread the values of FIRST throughout our community. And that's one of the huge elements that FIRST tries to prevail. And so high school teams, we try and talk to everyone about what we're doing so that everyone can get excited about FIRST with us. And if you show up at the tournament, I hear the Yetis might have treats. I've spent many, many hours in the past couple days making an excessive amount of things. It's been quite fun. My entire kitchen is sticky. <laughs> so what would the difference be between FLL and FTC? I think, I think the big difference is just really the level of robotics. All the ideas are still the same. All the values that you're supposed to share, those are still the same. It's just in FLL, you're working with Lego and EV3 parts. And in FTC, you're working with metal parts. And you're working with sort of... It sort of looks more like what you think a robot would look like. Yeah, and I think I'd say, like, yeah, the robots, and they look like little Lego robots. I'd say they're about a six-inch cube. Yes. Yeah. And then our robots are metal parts and wires and computers and, and gears and stuff. And they're an 18-inch cube, so they're a lot bigger. I think we do have a photo of one, and ours are just, they're these big mechanical things, and they're a lot, they're more of what you'd, like, imagine a robot. It might be what an EV3, the Lego robot, would look like if you took the pretty plastic cover off. Yes. And you could just, and if the motor, you took the plastic casings you off the motor. And out. Yeah, if you just looked at the guts of it, um, that's kind, kind of, of like what they're... Metal. Right. Pretty much more metal than yeah, Lego. Yeah, metal beams, Absolutely, yes. Long wires. But the principles are the same, you know, in terms of how things work, how gears work, how the actuators do different things. They might lift, they might push, mm -hmm. they might spin... So, conceptually, they're the same. They're just a more advanced level. Um, so, you have written a children's book. Uh, could you tell us a little bit more about the project and the book? So, our book, Jeremy wrote the plot, if you want to. Sure. So, our book is sort of about a little, a little female Yeti, because we are the robo-Yetis. And it's about sort of, it's, it's, quite sim it's quite a simple book. We wrote it with preschoolers and early childhood in mind. Because we wanted our, our sort of mission with writing this book is to kind of foster a love for electronics and robotics with kids that are at a young age. So it's about this Yeti that has a fascination with robots. And I could continue with the plot, but I'd rather not. So you can read it for yourself. Yeah, thank you. It's got some exciting watercolor illustrations, as we showed you guys before. Courtesy and, of Tilly. Yeah, Jeremy wrote it. I illustrated. And we'll be taking it to preschools around the valley along with some of our mascots. We have Yeti stuffed animals that... I think are very adorable, <laughs> and we will take those, and that's just one of our many efforts. We do a lot of stuff with the community. We've been at almost every AEF event. We're at parent-teacher conference night. We 
drive around the robot, and we're pretty much at every school event you can think of. And they'll have the FTC robots at the tournament Saturday afternoon down in the gym. Yeah, you can see. So kids will get to see them, which is fun. You can see ours and the other two teams, and they'll be running around in their field, and ours is a 12 by 12 field, so it's this giant thing. And you can see them trying to, we'll be trying to stack cubes. I don't know if we'll do it successfully yet, but. We'll do our best. You can watch us try. Um, what is the format of the tournament? So the FLL tournament, the afternoon um, is all the robot game on these tables that are essentially a four by eight sheet of plywood with a mat. Their tournament is on the floor in a 12 by 12 arena with low walls. They're what, a foot high? Foot high walls. And, uh, They're on a gray mat. And yeah. then they have obstacles and items that they have to move or adjust or stack yeah. or get so, through. So like on those tables and in the arenas, you're pretty much showing what your bot can do. Yes. yes. And it has a sign, series of assigned tasks, and the more tasks you can do, the better you'll do in the competition. And both of them have the two-and-a-half-minute limit, yes. so the timing oh, okay. is what makes it really exciting because if you had all the time in the world to do the missions, they could get done. Everyone but the fact finish. that you're, well, some of them are pretty yeah. challenging, but yeah. um, the, the fact that it's two-and-a-half minutes to get as many as you can, there's a lot of strategy. They have to decide which mission they want to do first, which ones are worth the most points, you know, what is the high-risk, high-point option? What is a low-risk, kind of middle range of points? So they have to, they have to plan ahead. Uh, what have you learned from robotics competitions? So you definitely learn a lot of problem-solving. I mean, uh, most of us don't know anything about technology going into this. Like, I learned to program my freshman year. I'm still not a great builder, but I'm learning. And you definitely, other than those hard skills, you definitely learn the teamwork aspect and all of that. Like, you learn to work together really well, and, like, our team is really like a family. Like, we're all really close. Right. It's, uh, it's almost kind of like a sports team, in a sense, where yeah. you're all working towards one common goal, and you need to figure out the best way for everyone to get there and for everyone to do their part. So there's definitely a lot of teamwork. Um, you can also learn a whole bunch of different skills that you wouldn't necessarily think you'd have to learn. I've learned a lot of public speaking uh, through FTC. I mean, I'm talking right now, but I've also given, I've, I've sort of emceed sh smaller events. One of the things you have to do at the high school competition is sort of explain your journey to a group of judges who are taking notes and looking very serious while you're talking. They don't smile. No, they never smile. So um, <laughs> you, you learn a lot of confidence, you learn a lot of public speaking, and it's a really, you learn how to make friends too. Yeah. Hopefully you can make one smile with your puns. Yeah, um, we'll we hope so. Usually, and, usually they don't. But oh no, everyone else, I'll smile at his puns. Oh, yeah. One of the great a, um, statements that Dean Kamen, who's the founder of FIRST, which is the overarching group that has created this whole robotics program, is that he wanted to create an event that celebrated STEM and engineering, but he wanted it to be formatted like a sports event where kids who are doing great things with engineering get cheered on in the same way that a sports team gets cheered on. And his tagline with that is that unlike professional sports or when you're playing basketball in middle school, every kid who participates in a first Lego league or first tech challenge or first program in general has the opportunity to go pro because there are many, many, many of those jobs out there, unlike professional sports. Yeah where it's you, you've got to be the best of the best of the best. Why do you compete in First Lego League? I mean, I've always done it because I love it. Like, this is 
our seventh, eighth year. Something like doing that. It. Yeah. Like you have to enjoy it at that point. We're there two hours every day after school. Like I think that's where I spend most of my time, and I just I love it. I love working with the robot. I love. In high school, you have to write everything, and I love making this journal, and I love working with my team members and trying to get the freshmen excited about it and trying to show them all the new things that we can do. I think we I had three freshman boys at my house yesterday helping make desserts, which was so fun, and, like, it's just, it's really, it's an exciting process, and I just, I love the energy of all of it. Yeah, I just sort of love the cooperation aspect of it because, you know, Un, kind of unlike a sports team, it doesn't matter what your background is or how good you are at something, you can participate and you can have a great time. It doesn't matter that I am probably the world's worst builder because, <laughs> you know, I still, I still have a lot of fun and there is still jobs for me to do and I can still contribute to a team without feeling like I'm dragging everyone down. It's a really, you know, I think, I just love that everyone can be part of it even if you're not super interested in robotics or even if you don't know how to build or program. It's something that really everyone can take part in, and I, I really like that. Like, last year, I duct-taped a camera to a wheel. Like, that's a show of how bad my building skills are, and yet I'm still the leader of our team this year. <laughs> it's, it's really, there's stuff for everyone. Um, how do you guys pick the leaders for the teams? I'm the oldest member, not oldest, I'm the, like, I've been on the team the longest. So senior. Senior, senior or veteran, senior yes, member. yes. I've been on the team for three years, and I am there every single day to watch what everyone does. I think this is like the first day in a while that I've missed and I'm genuinely terrified of what's happening. Um, but I've been on the team for a really long time and Jeremy helps me out with a lot of the leadership stuff. Yeah, and uh, there we have leadership roles. We have sort of captains, but it's really, there's not too much of that. Everyone sort of contributes an equal amount and really what Tilly's job is is to make sure that everyone's getting their work done. Yeah. Uh, what grades would you two be in? We're both juniors. Um, when is the state tournament? For them or for... First Lego League is in December. For both you will have your first... It's in February. So February. their season follows on from the first Lego League season. So they'll have their first scrimmage in December. Uh, yes, so we're, we're hosting in our scrimmage in December. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll go to another scrimmage, I think... January, Early probably. January, we'll go to one, and then we'll have our two regionals, and hopefully go on to state in hopefully February. In January, and then states would hopefully be in February. Right. So, what would a what would happen at a scrimmage? It's just like a sports team scrimmage. It's a small number of teams all kind of testing things out. It's usually when the robots aren't very good, like they probably break once or twice, like programming just, fails, programming things fails. like that. The it, driving fails. So we can <laughs> test how it is with other teams. So like. We'll reach out to teams around the state, and, like, we make friends with other teams. Mm. Like, I know we have a really close relationship with the teams in Kremlin. Like, I talk to the Kremlin kids every day. Like, we're friends with other teams across the state. So they'll maybe come to our scrimmage, and we'll go to theirs, so we can all see each other and just test out our robots together and maybe learn from what the other teams are doing. Caroline, what is the best thing about working with your students? Depends on the day you ask me and the time, I think, more than anything else. Um, what I like is seeing where students have gotten from, from the first day when they started this process and where they're going to be on Saturday. It's pretty remarkable. Um, today and yesterday, I don't even really start class. Students come in, they come in at lunch, they come in before school, they come in after school. 
And just listening to the conversations, it's not easy. And, you know, there are frustrations and sometimes struggles and things aren't always perfect. But the growth that I see is pretty remarkable. And it's one of the reasons I became a teacher. So I love it. Um, I see that you guys all have, like, your team names and uniforms. How do you guys come up with those? They come up with them. Pretty funny processes, too. I mean, I we have names... Last year, we had a team, the Mamas of the Llamas Nebula. That was really strange. Uh, that was based on the letters in their name. We have the Lego Nest Monsters. We have Team Air, which is Aspen Institute of Robotics. We have all kinds of names, and it's the group of kids get together and say, well, what do we want our persona to be? What do we want, um, what do we want our colors to be? They're all part of Aspen School District and Aspen Middle School or Aspen High School, but they get to create their kind of their own personality of how they want to present themselves. And then I'd say ours is just history. We've had the, I'm wearing the same jumpsuit that I wore my freshman year. We've had the jumpsuits for a very long time. And I think they look pretty good. I think they do, too. I think they look pretty good. <laughs> and um, the team name is now 10 years old, the first group. And it stands for something, right? It does stand I didn't for even know that. I wasn't the original coach. It was, uh, so we, I, I actually didn't know this until like two weeks ago. It stands for. This is not exactly true anymore, but it stood for what our first team, our goals were. It was young, enthusiastic, and technologically inept, because we did not know anything going <laughs> in. But, for Yeti. Yeah. For Yeti, but we did our best, and now it's just a history. If we, we keep the you're team the, name, we the keep the logo, Yeti. and we've kept the, the jumpsuits. Jumpsuit so the other two high school teams, um, Backcountry Robotics, and I think that was just lots of Backcountry? discussion, right? Oh, yeah. And yeah. then... Uh, Black Forest is the newest team at the high school. And that so was, range of names. And that one I think they came up with because they thought it sounded like really cool. <laughs> um, it, are you guys, Would you guys be allowed to be on two teams or can you only be on one? Uh, we, we haven't really had a situation where that's come up. We have, we've toyed with the idea of having people that maybe aren't on a specific team but help out every single team with specific tasks. So maybe someone works on checking the rule book for, just to make sure that there aren't, haven't been any rule changes and then they let all three teams know about that. Are you trying to think of which team you'd want to be part of next year? Is that it? Uh, oh, we're oh. the most <laughs> Always. Yeah. We're the best. Always. Guarantee. Um, is there anything else you would like to share with us? I just hope uh, that Saturday is a great day. I'm gonna, I've got these great volunteers. And just keep in touch with us. We'll let you know how we do. And we hope everyone joins. Our FD, our whole robotics program just keeps growing, and there's always more room. Hopefully. <laughs> we're, we're working on the room part. <laughs> Thank you so much, Caroline, Tilly, and Jeremy, for being on the show. Again, I'm Ryder Cohan, and you have been watching the AMS show.